This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to episode 69, From Frustration to Fulfillment, Tools and Strategies for Achieving Inner Peace. Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Hello, lovelies. Today, I wanted to share an episode with you talking about frustration and what to do when you're feeling frustrated and give you some tips about it. This is a common thing. It actually came up in three back-to-back coaching sessions this past week. And so when I hear it coming up with my clients, I know that other people are experiencing it too. So I wanted to give you a few tips on what you can do and how to handle that frustration. So the very first thing that I want to point out is that frustration, when you look at the self-coaching model, frustration in that model goes in the F line. Frustration is an emotion. And Just knowing that part is really good because it helps you to see that the frustration, this emotion, we know that it's created by your thinking. The biggest thing that people get confused about with frustration is that they think that the facts of the circumstance, whatever is happening around them, is what's causing them to feel frustration in their bodies. This is not true. What you are thinking about a situation is what is causing the emotion of frustration to exist in your body. And it's such good news. I'll tell you why in a little bit. But first, just wanted to talk about some things that a lot of people get frustrated about, especially people in my community. So the very first thing that a lot of people get frustrated over is the symptoms that you are experiencing in your body. Now, I've talked to dozens of people, different places all over, and people have different symptoms that crop up in their bodies. Um, I even used to have like tremors. um, And part of that is the medication that I take. Part of that is my nervous system. So that's one thing. Could be tremors that you're having in your hands. Any kind of these sensations, things that are happening in your body, whether it's fatigue, nausea, gastrointestinal things, whatever is going on in your body that you're feeling like, this is not normal, it doesn't feel good, I want this to go away, all of those thoughts about the symptoms, the sensations in your body, those thoughts are what is creating frustration, the feeling of frustration for you. You feeling an energy dip in the afternoon does not cause you to feel frustrated. You thinking you shouldn't be feeling an energy dip in the afternoon when you do, that thinking, this shouldn't be happening, that's a thought. I shouldn't 
feel tired now, that thought is creating the emotion of frustration in your body. So not only do you have the symptom that's going on, then we have the resistance to the symptom and the layer of the frustration, that emotion that's happening on top of the physical sensations. So that happens. (laughs) The second way, um, common way that I see that frustration happens for people is we get frustrated over how other people are behaving in our proximity. (laughs) Husband, kids, coworkers, whatever. Um, This comes up a lot with kids. I have four kids that get frustrated a lot. So um, could be that the kids, you've asked the kids to do their chores a million times and (laughs) they, you look around and people have not done the things that you expected them to do. Now, things being out, like saying the kids, like the kids didn't do their dishes or whatever. They ate something. They did not put the dish in the dishwasher where it went. The dishes are not causing you to feel frustrated. Seeing the dishes out does not cause your frustration. You thinking, my kids never listen to me. They shouldn't be able to do this. They know this already. They already know what they should be doing. That is what causes the frustration. The whole narrative behind seeing what's happening in your home. So, Or um, if husband, maybe he shows up late for... Um, or after you expect him to come for dinner. Maybe he's later coming home than he typically is and he didn't text. And now you've got um, hungry kids and trying to figure out when you're going to eat dinner. Are you going to wait for him? Are you going to go ahead and eat? When when do you need to start everything so it's all going to be warm at the same time? Whatever. You thinking that husband should be different than husband is, is causing the frustration. Him not being there doesn't cause frustration. You thinking that he should be there when he's not is what creates frustration. This is so freeing. I know I know. sometimes it can feel like, wait a second, am I just letting people off the hook? No, you're taking ownership and responsibility for what is happening internally for you. You are taking back your power and not giving it out. Okay, last last way that I see is very is common too for people. And before I get into what we're going to do to handle the frustration, last thing is people get frustrated with their money situation, thinking that the numbers on a bank account is what causes them frustration. Really, it's there's the numbers on your bank account, but then there's these thoughts like this is not enough. I should have more. Whatever, whatever the money situation is, and then your judgments of it, is then we're like, what do you make that mean? Oh, I can't go buy this thing that I want. I can't take this trip. I can't whatever. Those thoughts create the frustration. So those are just really common ones. There's, there's tons of other ways. <laughs> you could probably tell me 10 ways that you've been frustrated this week. But those are just some common ones that I hear. And so I just thought I would share those so you can get into the understanding that frustration is not something that happens outside of you. Frustration happens internally. And so because of that, it really needs to be solved internally. And you have so much power to do that. And I'm going to give you my three best ways to handle frustration. Okay. The first one 
is when you are able to recognize that frustration is an emotion created by your thinking, you can process the emotion. Now, when I talk about that, it's literally letting whatever sensations are happening in your body just be comfortable being there. Frustration doesn't typically feel good in people's bodies, mostly because you resist it. You don't want to feel frustrated. You don't want to feel resentful. You don't want to feel all of these negative emotions. But I promise the more you get familiar with how frustration feels in your body and how it interacts with whatever's going on internally, it starts to not feel so terrible. It's the not wanting to feel frustrated that makes you to feel so terrible in your body. So how do you process an emotion? For me, what I like to do, especially with my clients, is to have them put on a lens of um, curiosity and let go of the judgments that they have about what's going on in their body and be curious about what's happening. And then start to describe and breathe into their bodies. Describe what does it feel like? Is it tight? Is it loose? Are the sensations moving around quickly? Where where are they? Where do you feel the sensations? And maybe even like what color it looks like, what the shape of it is. Because what you're doing is you're bringing something that is entirely sensation-based and you're bringing it into the cognitive realm of your brain, speaking it out into existence. You're giving a name to what is happening internally. You are taking back the power over what you're experiencing inside. Which side note, you can do this with symptoms too, with physical symptoms and physical pain. So that's another episode. There's probably other ones that I've explained that. But processing the emotion of frustration. We try to get rid of frustration by changing other people, changing the circumstance, trying to make every trying to fix things. There's nothing to fix when you feel frustrated. Everything is fine where it's at when you're able to regulate your body and feel safe to create space for that emotion to exist. Okay, so once you have processed the emotion of, um, of frustration, which by the way, when you're in a regulated nervous system state and you're able to let the emotion flow, emotions only take 90 seconds to be able to flow through your body. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer if you're in a fight or flight um, response. But if you're in a regulated state, those emotions want to flow through. They don't want to stay stuck. So once you have processed the emotion, the second way to handle frustration is to decide what is a different story that I want to tell? How do I want to tell this story where I'm actually empowered and not the victim of The dishes, not the victim of me feeling tired, not the victim of the numbers on a screen on the computer. Because that's, I mean, I don't know about you. That's how I see my money is mostly through numbers on a screen. I don't want that. I don't want to feel frustrated by that. When I allow myself to feel frustrated and to let that process through, I open up my prefrontal cortex because I've created safety. And I allow myself to expand and be able to be open to possibilities of telling a different story, creating different thoughts to create different emotions. So for example, 
when I feel the sensation of tired in the afternoon, rather than believing that this shouldn't happen, I can tell a different story. Like, hey, body, what's going on? You're feeling tired right now? What do you need? Do you need a nap? Do you need a drink? Do you need to use the bathroom? Do you need to go do something fun? What do you, what do you want, body? And then listening. Because you know what? When I ask those kind of questions to myself, it takes me out of frustration and into compassion, which is a really empowering emotion because along with frustration, usually it's friends come along, like judgment (laughs) and resentment. A lot of those kind of um, emotions tend to to, um, come together. When you can change over into compassion, That's when some really magic starts to happen. That's where the empathy and the love comes in. And you get to experience that because of what you're on purpose generating the story, telling, like deciding on purpose what you're going to think about the sensations in your body. The second one, like how husbands behave, how kids behave, dishes, I see them out. What do I want to make that mean? I could make that mean a bunch of different things. By the way, I'm somebody that struggled with infertility at the beginning of our relationship with my husband. Dishes means I have kids. I have four kids. I thought I'd only have three because I had kidney failure and I have four kids. Dishes out that my children created means I'm living the life that I only dreamed that I could live doesn't mean I have to love the dishes, but I can choose a different way to tell the story. Also, it means, hey, I guess I didn't make it clear or teach them or hold them accountable or something. I bet there's something else that I could do in order to help motivate them to do this. (laughs) My teenage son, funny story, my teenage son never makes his bed. His room is the only one that's on the main floor and he leaves his door open and I see it all the time. I, for years, I never made my bed. So like, it's not a big deal if your bed is made or not made, but I just see it all the time. And I was like, you know what? My child is really motivated by money right now. And I am really motivated to see his bed made just for one week. So I told him, I said, hey, if I look at your bed in during the daytime and I find that you've made your bed with like, <laughs> he just puts lots of things in it. There's one time he had like three synthesizers in his bed. He had like, open bags of chips and he had, um, what else did he have? It was just like everything. And he was like asleep with all of these things in it. So I'm just like everything out of your bed and just blankets and pillows. If you, if I find your bed like that, guess what? If you do that for an entire week, I find your bed made every day. You're going to find $20 on your bed at the end of the week. And guess what? (laughs) His bed was made every single day. And then I bought him plants, which were way more than $20. But anyway, that's a different story. But the point is I could continue to stay frustrated that his bed is never made, or I can go into curiosity. I can go into, hmm, I wonder what's here that could motivate. It doesn't have to be money. It just sounded fun. Like, how could I make this fun? I could feel amused when I see dishes out or when I see my son's bed unmade. Um, Yeah. And then like money situation, I'm like, I remember like sitting out on my hammock outside and thinking, you know what? This moment is really amazing. 
I'm so rich. Like even if I had nothing coming in, like no money coming in, like from my husband's work, from my work, anything, like I am so rich in my life. And if I need more money, I can always go create some more. There's a thousand ways to create money. So that, that I actually have feel motivated rather than feeling frustrated about like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. You can shift into an energy with a different emotion, depending on the story that you are choosing to tell on purpose. Okay. Last thing that you can do is three, set an internal boundary for yourself. This is an entire week of part of what I teach in my 12-week Living Your Vibrant Life course. We talk about how we set external boundaries. I think that lots of people talk about this. Like, if you do this, then I will remove myself. If you do this, then I'm going to do this. Um, Not to change their behavior, but to just let them know. Like, if you smoke, I'm going to leave your house. If you, you know, if you smoke at my house, I'm going to ask you to leave my house. Like, whatever. Great. People that experience chronic conditions, a lot of times, let other people come before them at your expense, like all the time. So what I'm going to invite you to do is to decide ahead of time what you will do if a value of yours is crossed for yourself. Like, what are you going to do? Like, if you start to feel frustrated about your body's symptoms and you start to feel that frustration kind of mounting, like, what do you value? Like, do you value, like, feeling stuck and and not, like, feeling frantic and being in that dysregulated state? Chances are no. So when you start to feel yourself go into that dysregulated state, you can talk, you can make a decision ahead of time of what you will do, how you will take care of yourself. Like, okay, If I find myself starting to get frustrated in a dysregulated state, I'm going to go do some things that are going to calm my nervous system. That could be something that you could do. Um, I have this great deck of cards that one of my coaches gave me. It's called hack your nervous system. And like they have just like little activities. Sorry, it's hard to see on the camera, but like breath of the heart. Like I could say, you know what, when I am looking around and I see my kids, like they've left their crap out and it just looks terrible in here. And I start to feel myself sort of constricting because I'm feeling frustration. I'm going to process the emotion of frustration, but I'm also going to take care of my nervous system in that moment. Maybe I'm going to go grab a card from this deck. Maybe I love like running my hand underwater. I think it really brings me um, to be really present in the moment. Like, okay, I'm just going to run my run some water over my hand. Like, what will I do to help bring myself comfort and peace in this moment? How can I access self-compassion and empathy even before your brain gets on board to tell a different story? So I hope that this episode really helps you, especially if you've been feeling frustrated, want to overcome that feeling of frustration with your symptoms, with other people's behaviors, maybe your money situation, could be um, your weight. Like there's so many different things, your body image, like how you feel about your body separate from your health condition. Um, there's so many things that can create frustration from the story that you're telling about that situation. So I hope these things really help you to be able to think about this frustration a different way, to realize that you have more power when you feel frustration than you think you do. 
you only think that frustration is terrible because you feel like you have no way to control other people. So you're going to feel frustrated forever. And it's simply not true. If you are able to process the emotion of frustration, learn how to look at it from a different perspective, tell a different story, create new thought patterns, new neural pathways, and learn to set an internal boundary with yourself. When you start to feel frustrated, what will you do to bring yourself back to safety and to comfort and to peace? And if there's any of these pieces that you're like, I could just never tell a new story. Like that sounds like I don't even know what I would do. Let me coach you. Coaching would be a great way for you to be able to open up, expand your mind, be able to understand how emotions work in your specific body, how your nervous system is reacting to situations, why it's doing that, what to do in the moment, and open up and expand to start to tell a different story so that you can create a different experience in your body, in your relationships. Okay, have an incredible week and I will see you next time. All right, bye-bye. Are you ready to welcome in vibrancy and energy into your life? Join me for a fatigue recovery call. We'll get on a call and I will share my three-step process for getting your energy back personalized, especially for you. Simply go to the show notes and schedule your call today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.